Warrior Woman, hi, how are ya? What's going on? What is going on in your warrior world? Welcome back to the Warrior School podcast. This is episode 259. 259, baby. We're coming in hot to 260. And we are only 40 episodes away from 300. (laughs) That lights a fire in my belly. And I'm going to do a sprint, sprint to 300, but not 40 episodes out. <laughs> what? I'm not that crazy. Uh, I don't have the, the capacity and the time to do a 40 podcast episode sprint. But as we are rolling in, coming in hot to the 300, I will do another sprint. That was loads of fun. And I feel like 300 episodes deserves something cool like a podcast sprint. Okay, so today's, today's podcast, today's topic, I have been thinking a lot about her and I have just been jonesing, I don't even know if you say that here in the north, my Aussies probably know what that means, I've just been really excited to to get on here and record this episode, to talk to you about this idea, this concept. I've been thinking a lot about it. Uh, For those of you who know me, you know that she's been on a post-it note. She's been in my notebook (laughs) for a while. Uh, I've been thinking about her, writing notes about her. I've had conversations with John about her. And I'm going to talk to you about her. Today's topic, concept, idea is all around owning the movement. And where this really came from was a conversation, a call that I had with John. We were talking about my foundations course that I want to create. And we were just trying to make it uh, more powerful, simpler, clearer, And the essence really of that conversation and what came out of it uh, is what I've been thinking about, is this idea of owning the movement. So everyone wants to look good. We all want to look good. Every woman wants to look good. But the training doesn't look good. (laughs) The training doesn't look good. And beautiful bodies need beautiful movement. And there is this this paradigm shift that I want to create in women's health and training. And one, it's one that emphasizes the importance of making the training and the training process itself beautiful and enjoyable rather than simply focusing on the result. For so many of us, We are focused on the outcome, the result. And for a lot of us, that outcome or that result is our body composition. It's the way that the body looks and how we feel in the body. And there is nothing wrong with wanting to be in a body that you love. There is nothing wrong with wanting to change your body composition. But what's happening and what I've seen for well over a decade and what I keep seeing is that we all want to look good 
We all want to create that beautiful, strong, graceful, powerful, fit, lean, toned body. But the training that we are doing isn't beautiful, powerful, graceful. The training doesn't look good. The training is actually the opposite. What I'm seeing is that it is stressed and forced and it really lacks elegance and fluidity and flow and grace. The other day I was watching people move around the gym and everyone everyone moves stressed and forced and everyone is distracted and you can just tell they're depleted and apathetic and reactive and when they're doing their training practice or then when they're moving there's this stressed rigidity forcefulness about it it really lacks grace and fluidity and flow and elegance and when training lacks these things we can't produce the desired aesthetic outcome And moving beautifully is not just about achieving that physical appearance. It's also about embodying the movement, embodying the practice with intention and control and this elegance. Just as, you know, thinking outside of the gym space, you know, thinking about a dancer, a dancer expresses emotion through movement or If, you know, I come from a gymnastics background, a gymnast displays strength and power with this finesse and the way that they look, their bodies are a byproduct of the practice. They're a byproduct of the skill acquisition of their sport. They're not doing the sport to change their body. They're doing their sport to be the best at their sport, to acquire this skill. And I was thinking about my movement background. I started gymnastics when I was three and I did that all throughout primary school and got to the level where I was doing trials for the AIS, which is the Australian Institute of Sport. And then my family moved up north and they didn't have a strong gymnastics program. So I took up dancing And then I danced from around the age of 10 or 11 all throughout high school to my senior high school years. And then in 2013, I found Olympic weightlifting. All three sports, gymnastics, dance and Olympic weightlifting are skill-based sports. The priority is to make the practice and the movement beautiful. It is The priority is the skill acquisition. As a byproduct, the body will look a certain way, but that is not the primary focus. The problem with today's fitness, women's health and fitness, and being in a gym is that we are just focused on changing the body, on losing the weight. We're just focused on the outcome, the amount of weight that we're lifting, We're so focused on just getting the session done. We're focused on moving fast or lifting heavy. There is no prioritization of making the whole process beautiful, of 
acquiring the skill. And I found that really fascinating when I was thinking about my history with movement. I make the movements look good. And as a result, the body looks good. As a result, the physique looks good. But in all of those sports and in my whole background of training, my priority, my focus has never been solely on the body composition, on changing my body. It has been on perfecting the practice, acquiring the skill, prioritizing how beautiful the whole process and practice is, making the training process beautiful itself. And I learned this a lot through my coach over a decade ago. So when you're striving for this beautiful body, you're focusing solely on that end result, on just getting it done or just doing the reps. And there's a lack of consideration around the aesthetics of the process itself. And if it lacks these things like intention and grace and fluidity and elegance, if it lacks the skill acquisition, it's very unlikely that it's going to produce the desired aesthetic results that you want. If we think of a dancer, a dancer expresses emotion through movement. A gymnast displays strength and agility and power with finesse through the movement. If you want to pursue a beautiful body, you should approach your training with the same level of care and attention to detail as a dancer does, as a gymnast does. Think about women that are strong and beautiful, have beautiful bodies and are powerful and graceful. Look at the sport. It's a very skill-based sport. It tends to be very technical and they look the way that they do as a byproduct of their sport and their practice. It's like the beauty of the movement is like built in. It's like it's built into the sport and athletes in these sports or these disciplines, they often train with a focus on these elements, on precision, fluidity, grace, power, expression, which then naturally translates into a really graceful and aesthetically pleasing performance, which then translates into a really powerful, graceful, aesthetically pleasing body composition. So what is owning the movement? When I was thinking about this idea and concept and thinking about my history with movement, my training background, what I learned from my coach, what I teach my the warriors inside of warrior school, it's really, it has various elements and I'm going to create a framework and this framework is what I'm going to teach uh, you or the women that do uh, my course. So the course that I'm creating is based on this idea or concept of owning the movement. And I'm going to teach you how to own the movement inside of the gym, in your training, so you can get more out of the training, so you can build and create the body that you love, so you can get stronger, so you can change your body composition. And as a byproduct, 
you will own the movement in every other area of your life. So when I was thinking about this idea, I was like, you know what? It's actually, it goes beyond the gym. It goes beyond like how well you're technically executing a movement. It is about how you walk into a room. It's about how you hold yourself. It's about how you sit, how you stand, how you transition in your life. To me, that's what owning the movement is, not just inside the gym. It's how you own, how you move through your life. And I believe by owning the movement in a gym, you will build owning the movement in all of the other areas of your life. So I'm creating a whole course that is going to be four weeks long on this idea or concept. And inside the course, I'm going to teach you the framework and we're going to do it as a group and you're going to train and you're going to send me your training and I'm going to give you feedback and I'm going to teach you through this framework and all of these elements that are within this own the movement framework. I'm going to teach you those through your training so we can, so you can own the movement and when you own the movement you'll own the practice when you own the practice you'll get to create and build a body that you love owning the movement has a few different elements and I won't go into too much detail on those elements now because I am still working behind the scenes on the framework on these elements on the course material but when you're going into your practice this week I want you to think about intention does the practice have intention are you being intentional in your training are you focused what kind of state are you in are you uh, focusing on the technique the skill acquisition of the movement of having full control of the of your body of the movement of the weight what's your range of motion like what is your stability like there are these elements that we can go deeper into and really explore how they help us own the movement. And we can bring these elements into our training and into our session. We could start with one, then we could layer in a second one. And we really want to try and bring these three, four, five key elements into every training session, into every practice. And that is how we own the movement by incorporating and bringing these elements in think of dance Uh, dance has body awareness so it requires a very high level of body awareness and this is one thing that happens when we when we shift from a mindset of like force and stress and I just got to get it done to one of like intention and grace and flow and ease and joy. Uh, we, we not only achieve the desire, the desired physique or the physical outcome, but we also cultivate a deeper connection with our body and we experience greater joy in our training. <laughs> uh, so dance, think of the sport. The d- dance requires a high level of body awareness And I I have worked with so many women and I see so many women that have absolutely no body awareness. (laughs) None. They have no idea 
what their body is doing and what they're feeling, how they're moving. And this is what I love about technical based sports. This is what I love about my training style and bodyweight strength training is that it requires so much body awareness, a high level of body awareness to understand how to move each part of our body with not just move it, but with precision and control. Dance also has these elements of like fluidity and expression. So watch a dancer and dance emphasizes flow and fluidity. You can, if you watch uh, a very good dancer and really good choreography, there's this flow effect. The movement is constantly flowing forward. There's not... There's not like a stop, start, stressed, forced feel. And there's a fluidity and flow. And out of that fluidity and flow, there's expression and there's grace and there's emotion. You watch a really good dance piece and it just moves you. You can feel it. You feel the intention. You feel the feelings So dancers are really taught to own the movement and convey that emotion through physical expression. Then think of gymnastics. You know, gymnastics has such elements of strength and flexibility. So gymnastics requires exceptional strength. And in order to be exceptionally strong you've got to be able to control (laughs) control your body you've got to be able to control uh, your body in space control how to perform the movements then think of sprinting now sprinting may look stressful and forced because it's all about explosive speed and power but It's actually a beautiful, elegant sport. If you watch a very good sprinter, because it's so technically based, it it requires really precise biomechanics and technique to maximize the speed and the efficiency. It's the efficiency. And when I look around at people in the gym, not judgmentally, but just with a curiosity, it's a lack of efficiency that I see. It's this forcefulness and this stress uh, that's kind of in their body. And so when we can't find our flow or find our fluidity, we don't have our technique or we don't have body awareness, we're not efficient. And we want to be efficient because we don't want to waste any more energy. (laughs) You know, energy is a hot commodity. If you watch some of these famous female Athletes, so Simone Biles, Misty Copeland, Serena Williams, even watch Beyonce perform on stage. Uh, Or people will often say to me, you make it look so easy. (laughs) And I always say to them, I had to earn the ease. I had to earn the ease of that movement. It wasn't always easy. And this is by focusing on this idea or concept of owning the movement, you are earning the ease, the ease of training, the ease of the practice, the ease of working towards the body that you want. And 
it doesn't come naturally. It's earned. We have to earn the ease just like we have to earn owning the movement. And I tell my warriors all the time, like if I'm in there and giving feedback and they know we have a hierarchy of training needs inside of warrior school. And the first is this idea of owning the movement. You show me that you can use your own body as a tool. You show me that you can own the movement through full range of motion, control, stability. Then you can earn the right to make the movement more complex. You can earn the right to add weight to the bar. But often in my feedback, I will say to my warriors, own the movement more. And they know what that means. They know that they have to own that movement more or they have to own that weight more. And they have elements that they focus on like intention, flow, fluidity, control, body awareness. It could be tempo. There's a certain things that I'll teach you in the course, which I haven't named yet. It was going to be called the foundations course, but I'm teaching you one element (laughs) Uh, and it might seem simple and small, but I can guarantee you it will blow your damn mind and it will change your training and it will change your practice. It will change your damn life. It will change your damn body if you know how to own the movement. So the warriors know that they have to own the movement with this, with these elements before they can earn the right to make it harder before they earn the right to make it more complex, before they earn the right to go faster, before they earn the right to lift heavier. Okay, she was short and sweet, but it's just a little bit of an introduction into this idea or concept. And I am creating a cohort-based course, which means that we're all going to do it together. I'm going to lead you through this. So there will be live group coaching calls where I am going to talk about vision and I'm going to talk about this concept of owning the movement. I'm going to take you through the concept. I'm going to take you through the framework. We're going to break down each element. And then the really cool part, the big part is that you are going to send me your training. I'm not providing you a training program. So for anyone interested in doing the course, you have to already be training. You have to already have a training practice, but you feel like you're not making progress. You feel like it's taking a long time. You feel like you can't create the body that you love. You're not losing weight or changing your body composition or getting stronger or building more muscle. Maybe the training doesn't even feel good. You're doing it and it feels your body doesn't feel good doing it. Maybe training for you feels really stressful and forced, but you are training. So this course is for women who are already training, but want to make their training better, want to get more out of their training, more out of their movements so they can get stronger. They can make it more complex. They can lift heavier. They can create the body composition changes that they want. But the cool thing with this course is that I will give you feedback on your training and lead you through these elements and you'll be incorporating these elements into your sessions and then I'll give you feedback on technical feedback on your movements. So if you're interested, uh, watch this space 
You can actually even DM me or email me, say, Amy, I'm really interested and I can put you on the shortlist, the uh, VIP, you'll be getting first access to the course. I'm only going to take up to 24 women. I'm going to run it in at the end of March, start of April. It's going to be four weeks long. So an intensive four weeks where we're going to be on a call once a week. You're going to be filming your training, sending your training in, applying these principles of owning the movement. Uh, It's going to be fun. It's going to be rad. I believe this idea or concept is going to change how you play the game. It's going to change your training. It's going to help you find way more ease and joy when it comes to your training practice. Okay, warrior woman. It was an absolute pleasure. I want you this week to own the movement. Warrior Woman, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't, please give the podcast some love by subscribing now. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another Warrior Woman. Also, if you want to go crazy, I'd love if you wrote a review for the Warrior School podcast. And also share and tag me with your biggest takeaways for the episode on the gram. Okay, Warrior Woman, have a great week in training. Bye for now.